This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs Tribal Council elections are Wednesday, March 30th. Rain Circle is on the ballot for the agency district. What are the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? I believe that the most effective skills and abilities to be a leader in any community, especially here um, in Warm Springs, are providing purpose, direction, motivation, and accountability, because all of those things enhance a leader's ability to lead well, provide um, a purpose and a direction for the tribe in general to move to, um, but more importantly, we need accountability for a lot of different reasons, uh, social, cultural, um, spiritual, emotional, self-accountability, fiscal accountability, uh, responsibility for our projects, employing our people, um, and many, many other concerns that uh, I'd like to address at a later date. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I believe putting people back to work would be one of the first places to start in the tribe because work is therapeutic. Um, when you feel that you're accomplishing something every single day and you're providing for your family, uh, whether it be in a traditional aspect or a, a modern-day capitalist aspect, I want to put people back to work so we can reinstill pride and self-respect in our people across the board. That would create a basis for us to then build um, and be stronger in the coming years. I believe that our people are our number one resource because they are here. They are the ones that move our tribe forward day to day. Uh, we need to work with our strengths and abilities um, which, and combining our culture and our heritage with a 21st century mindset to move us all forward together and once again rebuild our sense of uh, duty to our tribe, to each other, and as a community. Um, what else should community members know about your interest in serving on tribal council? I want to uh, ensure that our sovereignty rights are upheld, but also more importantly, exercised. There are so many problems with the United States of America that we don't have because of our sovereignty rights and our treaty. We can be a shining example for the rest of the country and other reservations on how working together, getting back to work, um, and uh, reconciling our culture and our heritage with a 21st century economy, and then creating our own reservation economy so we can get to the point of buying Indian, keeping the money here, um, and making a stronger economy, which increases wages and increases pride and self-respect and makes a stronger community. Also, um, I'm worried that if we wait too long to do these things, we could reach the point of a failed state like you see in countries like Africa um, and um, different parts of uh, Asia. And I don't want that to happen here. And if we continue down a, a road of non-accountability with no purpose, direction, or motivation, we could reach the point of a failed state. And I don't want to see that. That's Rain Circle, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Michael Clements is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederate Tribes of Warm Springs? Yes. The, uh, first, I just want to mention that the Constitution and bylaws qualification is 21 years and older. But we all know that it takes much more for a representative to do a good job for the people. I think many of us members that are voting want to see experience and knowledge in the individual in a, a number of ways. I think when we look at today's world, people want somebody that knows something about the people themselves because we're three confederated tribes and also a knowledge of the community and it's ongoing. I think they also want to have individuals serve that know something about the customs and traditions and values of life of all the people that live here with the three tribes together. I think in the modern day world, education is a uh, real value. And uh, that's something that our old people wanted us to learn because they said we'd have to live with the white man. But also you have to have a background in uh, the, the documents, uh, the major documents of the tribe. We're also a corporation. So individuals need to have some understanding of uh, business and uh, regulations and laws of business and finances. 
So to me, those are the things that uh, we're asking of leaders in our tribe today. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? Well, right now, I think like many, my concern has to do with the financial well-being and the ability of our tribal government to meet the needs of the people. So that's a very high concern for me, and I think we need to look at how we might generate revenue to support our government. If we can do that, then we can look to working with more jobs. I think community development is a high priority with schools and libraries and all those kind of things and long-term thinking. And I think also that uh, the health and well-being of the people in general is, is a high priority as uh, we see those that are involved in, in uh, perhaps uh, mental issues or drug and alcohol issues and the needs of services. I think those are the kind of things that I would want to work for. But the first thing is to generate some revenue base more than we have now. Is there anything else you'd like the community members to know about your interest in serving on Tribal Council? I've been on the Tribal Council in the past, late 70s and the early 80s, and uh, I believe that the uh, people were working together well then and, and council members. So I've served the tribe, the organization. I believe I have the knowledge and experience to help our nation now to move forward with some progress. I'm retired, so I can give full time to the, to the representation. And once, if I'm selected on the table, serve all and uh, work with the people to get our tribe back into a more progressive style of life. So quality of life is uh, government working with the people and for the people. So that's my, that's my thought. That's Mike Clements, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Reina Estimo is on the ballot for the agency district. What are the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? I think the skills and abilities that are needed includes a strong understanding of government and the functions of government, the role of government, and that's why I feel like that's one of my biggest strengths. My formal education, I took a lot of political science classes. Political science was a huge part of my formal education, and I studied a lot of judicial politics, so like federal law. Then right after I graduated from college, I became a public defender, and I learned our Constitution up and down, uh, tribal code, criminal code, court code. And then right now, my position I'm in right now actually deals with a lot of state policy we deal with the state legislator. So I feel like I have a pretty strong all-around background of just understanding functions of government and the roles of government, and I think that's critical. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? For me, this question is really hard because there's just so many areas where our people are struggling and hurting, but when I really thought about it, I think that mental health is the biggest health threat that we have in our community. I think that you can blame a lot of the social dysfunction that happens, the abuse, the substance abuse, drug and alcohol abuse, addiction. You can blame a lot of toxic behaviors on poor mental health. And so for me, I think finding different ways to increase mental health for all ages. And when I thought about this question, you don't have to be an addict to struggle from mental health. We have sober people that also exhibit toxic behavior. And it's just these long-term impacts of historical trauma. And it's really hard. I know for the health programs, it's really hard to get mental health services here. We don't have housing. People don't like to commute to the reservation. We don't have educated people. But I think attacking mental health will improve the quality of life of a lot of people and at all ages, elders adults, kids. I think kids are the most important. What else should community members know about your interest in serving on tribal council? Like I said in the first question, I have a really strong understanding of government. And I really do want to push constitutional reform. It's absolutely needed. I think the key 
to pushing constitutional reform is going to be educating the public about this. And I'm, I'm just hoping that the community is willing, willing to talk about it and think about it. I mean, I don't think any of us in this tribe and in this community can say that we're in a good place right now. And the Constitution is kind of the meat of our government. Like, change needs to happen. And I think that that's where it needs to happen. I've been talking on some forums on Facebook, and I use voting numbers. And Agency District has 67% of the voting population, but only have 36% of the seats on tribal council. And that just makes no sense to me. I don't care what you think about the Constitution. Like, it has to make sense to me. And that just absolutely does not make sense. And I think for me as a candidate, I think that I do care what the people think, but I have a lot of ideas. Like I'm not set in stone. I'm not trying to push some agenda. But when it comes to things like constitutional reform, there are so many different ways that we can do it. I've run models through my head, literally probably for the last 15 years, different models that we could try and I'm, you know, I have a strong understanding of that. I feel like I can present that to the people, explain it, explain the differences, pros and cons. And I think that's kind of the approach that we need to take. It's going to start with education because the Constitution is important, but it just has to make sense. The other thing, too, is just I am very open minded. Like when it comes to things like Kanita, like something needs to be different. You know, I think that once tribal council establishes their priorities, then we should know what to do with something like Kanita. Like, what if housing is our priority? This is something that I thought about just kind of recently is, you know, we could open ourselves up to so much more funding. And I was just thinking, like, how cool would it be to have Kanita, Oregon, to create, make Kanita its own little subdivision, its own little town, you know, and, and something that I've been talking about for probably at least 15 years is is a tribal college. That's Reina Estimo, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Tribal council election day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. Eugene Green Jr. is on the ballot for the agency district. What are the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? I believe to be a tribal council candidate, you have to have a, a true understanding of our guidance and organic documents as they drive the tribal council, the organization, and includes the tribal membership. Those play into how important these documents are to protect our reserved rights, inherent rights, and our sovereignty while working with our local county and state and federal partners. Um, candidate needs to be visionary, be a great communicator, a great listener, and a team player on behalf of our work for the people. And lastly, you know, passing the legal background check and under Ordinance 44 is very important for each candidate, and I'll talk a little bit more about this at the end. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? Of course, communicating, you know, work that the Tribal Council do on behalf of the membership is very important. And, you know, once we get past this COVID, you know, we'll go back into the required district meetings, general council meetings, and what have you to pass on the work of the council to the membership. Not after the fact, but hopefully before some important decisions are made because it does reflect our work on behalf of the tribal membership. The decisions made are uh, important reflect our future generations, and I think that's very important that those decisions made at the table on behalf of the membership um, need to be relayed back to them in message form. I believe, you know, Tribal Council needs to have a very sound executive team in place and in order to um, do business based on the priorities and the proclamation of the, each tribal council, you know, the, that executive officer is very important. And I think I would uh, at least try to bring 
have considerations for the chief operations officer as well because it gets overwhelming for one executive officer, although that's how it's written in the Constitution and bylaws, that there is one executive officer known as the secretary treasurer. But uh, tribal council is policy, and we do need to have that important position of the chief operations officer to at least be considered to carry on both sides of government on behalf of the people. I'd take a look at, you know, our enterprises. Once again, you know, I I left the table over three years ago and um, I feel there's the enterprises have a huge responsibility in trying to uh, generate revenue on behalf of the tribes. Right now, we're at a stalemate, and I'm, I can't say it's the COVID, but you know we need to take a real good look at the enterprises, the boards, and if I may say so, that you know not all of tribal council is aware of those exact charters that guide the um, enterprises, and at times they may come into update the tribal council and not all of us are up to up to speed on what their intentions are how they're going to generate more revenue on behalf of the membership and in the organization as a whole what else should community members know about your interest in serving on tribal council you know i did talk about ordinance 44 in the opening question and i wanted to comment a little bit more about that in regards to each candidate uh, on on the ballot for each respective uh, district. You know, they, they've been asked to come forth and represent the, people need, their, the people's needs on their issues that they feel are important to them. And each candidate has a capability to, to do so. And, you know, once you pass the legal background, you have that opportunity, if elected, to serve those people. So I don't feel there's any need to say no to any one of the candidates as they were asked to do a job on behalf of them. So I encourage the community to use their voting rights and carry forth who they feel that will best represent them at the table for the next three years or maybe longer. So get out and vote like you should and vote for the right people, whether it be me or whether it be one of the other eligible candidates. Thank you. That's Eugene Austin Green, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Anita Jackson is on the ballot for the agency district. What are the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? To be on the council, I think communication with the membership is the most important thing. And unfortunately, we don't do that really well. We do have minutes of of all the meetings, and we do have the summaries that come out in the spilii, but they're very brief. And so we've talked about, and I know a lot of people would like to see the meetings broadcast either over Zoom or radio or something like that. You know, they'll have an almost-in-the-room experience, and they can hear what we're saying, they can see the problems we're faced with, and they can hear our arguments and solutions and hear from the people that are presenting the information. So I think that's really important for people to know that because a lot of times they only know what our decision is, and they don't hear from the individual council members, and they don't hear our arguments and how we reach the conclusion. So I think that's really important because it's easy to just make assumption rather than really hear what's going on. So I think communication is the most important, and that includes listening. And that's another thing that we don't normally do very well. So I have been trying to do that with my Facebook page and appreciate the comments that I get, but that only reaches a small percentage of our population. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? Most importantly is our water and our infrastructure. Of course, we all know about 
water treatment plant issues and wastewater treatment plant issues that we're experiencing. I think Chico and Utilities has done a really good job in patching those up for now, although we still have work to do. And we don't have the, you know, the massive days or week-long outages that we had when we first started on council. The other thing is infrastructure. We can't do anything until we fix our infrastructure. And that includes not only the water and wastewater, but our electrical lines, our water delivery to the homes, our septic systems, you know, our internet, um, our roads, all those kinds of things. We can't really go forward until we bring those up to speed with the modern day. That's going to take a lot of work. We have people looking at that now. We have Akana in particular, which is an Indian-owned engineering firm. And they are looking at all the infrastructure issues that we have. Because fortunately, the um, American relief money, which is coming, it's like the second COVID money from the federal governments. That money and the infrastructure bill that Congress passed, those are going to really be critical in helping us bring up our infrastructure. What else should community members know about your interest in serving on tribal council? I'm interested in being reelected because, you know, three years goes by fast. And we had a lot of plans to get a lot of things done when we first started. And then we got hit with the water problems. And then we got hit with COVID. And uh, those really prevented us from sort of addressing all these other issues that we have. So I would, we have some projects that are started now, like the water and wastewater treatment facilities. We're just at the point where the first engineering report is being done, uh, given to EPA the Environmental Protection Agency. And they're the ones that had sent us notices saying that we were not in compliance and we had to bring that up to speed. So the first part of doing that was getting this engineering study done and saying, okay, this is the state of affairs and this is what needs to be done. The next phase is putting that plan into action. And in the meantime, we're working with a lot of different agencies to find the money to do that. And it's a long process. It's very complicated. And, you know, it's taken me all this time to really figure out what's going on to where I feel like I can talk about it intelligently. And so, you know, I think we need to bring some of the people if not all of the council members, um, forward to this next council because we're familiar with that. That's Anita Jackson, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Danny Kajaya is on the ballot for the agency district. Greetings, my fellow tribal people. Let me start by introducing myself. My name is Kach, also known as Danny Kachaya. I have four children, Dalton, Kane, Shaden, and Tasha, all whom are young adults. I have also one grandchild, Eliana, and one on the way. My parents are John Kachaya Sr. and Teresa Van Pelt. My paternal grandparents are the late Cyrus Kachaya and the late Rosanna Tohet Williams. My maternal grandparents are the late Virgil Switzler and the late Naomi Kalama Winnishet. I was nominated and have been accepted to run in the upcoming tribal council election as an agency district candidate. I've grown up and spent majority of my life here on our beautiful reservation land. I have worked in many areas throughout the tribal organization and other tribal entities, Warm Springs Forest Products, Warm Springs Deposit Products, Kanita, and IHS. I have gained experience working outside the tribal organization as well, like my current position as a site manager for a large real estate management company. Each position I have held, I have gained knowledge of management systems and how our tribe functions. I've always stepped up in nearly every position I have held and went above and beyond my duties, including after-hours research and working beyond the 40-hour work week. I put my best foot forward and believe you have to lead by example. I have an understanding of our constitution and bylaws, our corporate charter, and our tribal code. I have knowledge in areas of budgets, grant funding, child care, writing policies and procedures, human resources, management supervision, and the need for well-written policies to assure there's a checks and balances throughout our systems. I've served on various committees throughout my lifetime. The Warm Springs Head Start Policy Council, Little League, Title VII, Johnson O'Malley, the 
Early Learning Division Tribal Advisory Board, and I'm currently an alternate on the Education Committee. I also serve on the 509J Budget Committee. I'm a former small business owner, so I have an understanding of some of those small business issues that owners face as well. There are several reasons I have accepted the nomination. The first reason, I am a firm believer in becoming part of the solution rather than continuing to be the devil's advocate, pointing out the issues many of us see from the outside looking in. I'm not here to make any promises as the work that has to be done is not going to be accomplished by one tribal council person's vote alone. I do not have any secret agendas except my goal is to become more transparent and responsive to the people that are being served. I intend on asking the hard questions and will stand by my voting as I know that is rarely published or shared. These are unprecedented times in our tribe. There are many complex issues we have at hand. The biggest is assuring we have a viable revenue resource for our tribe for now and into the future. Others include the CARES Act funding, the ARPA funding, lack of housing, sovereignty, infrastructure to maintain and attract new business opportunities, drinkable water, homelessness, drug abuse, wage suppression, lack of employment opportunities, high power bills, job creation, lack of reliable internet and phone services, childcare, lack of resources activities for youth, enrollment, trust fund, senior pensions, the per capita, cannabis, and the list goes on and on. I would like to be part of the solution to work with other tribal council members to assure our voice, the people's voice, is being heard and that the membership is kept informed. The upcoming goals, including tribal council, should be above and beyond what the membership feels are most important. The top tier of the organization chart should always be the people. It is the people who are left dealing with the decisions being made. How are we going to get there? In order to ensure we meet the needs of those, we first and foremost need to exercise our right to vote. Whether you're voting absentee or casting your vote on election day, we need every person to vote for those that best can meet our needs now and in the future. We had an overall turnout of 11.9% for all districts our last tribal council election. Every district needs to have members who are willing to work together for the best of all of our people. Please talk with your federal tribal members as you are all voting for those who you feel will be best responsive to our membership and they need to work together. We need a tribal council that will best represent us as a whole, who will work together and keep the entire membership at mind, those on reservation, off reservation. Thank you all for who have shown support, and if elected, I will be dedicated to work hard for the membership from the youngest to the oldest. I believe we need change, and I want to bring that to the people. Thank you again, and please make sure you vote. Bye. That's Danny Kachaya, who is running for Tribal Council to represent the agency district. Tribal Council Election Day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. Urin Leonard Jr. is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? My name is Urin uh, Leonard. I work for the tribe in planning and my basic background in Planning is uh, 20 years' experience working with the tribe. Also worked on uh, social and economic development projects for the last 20 years. There's a number of things that I think is really important for any person that's running or campaigning to be on tribal council. One is you should have the general knowledge of the Declaration of Sovereignty, which is basically our traditional and cultural rights that the tribe has. How those are interpreted, they're interpreted through the Treaty of 1855. And what the treaty is, basically in general terms, it's a guidance for the tribal council and it's a guidance for the people here on what their individual rights are. And the next thing I think is really important is getting together a management plan. But within that management plan, you utilize the treaty also to get the Bureau of Indian Affairs, Indian Health Service, and other governments like the state, county, or whoever the tribe may be dealing with on what our individual rights are and where our basic uh, funding is coming from. Because there is trust responsibilities through the Bureau of Indian Affairs and through Indian Health Service. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I think the management plan is really important. When you set up a management plan, 
management should be capable of either putting together a 10-year or a five-year social economic development plan, specifically done by the people, because it's a people plan. It's not a tribal council plan. So once people get that 10-year plan put together in general terms, they got a general idea on where the people want to go. And the second thing that you do is you put together a five-year social economic development plan. And that's the most important plan that we put together. The reason for the five-year plan is we know exactly what's going to be developed in terms of social programs, in terms of uh, economic development projects that's going to be implemented. And also, a fiscal plan should be operated so we have a general idea exactly what amount of dollars that we're getting within each year in the next five years in general terms. And the reason for that, we're in a critical state right now because of the uh, pandemic that we have going on and because of the loss of our timber resources. So we've got to be very careful in planning on what direction tribe is going right now. So it's very important for the people to be involved in the uh, management plan. And a good example of why we put together a management plan or getting that together is education. Right now, we don't have anything planned out, and we have a lot of our students that's in college or vocational school or graduate from high school, and they don't have no idea on exactly what to major in. And we'll have a lot of students out there that are uh, lost, and they really don't know where to go. I'm not sure what our employment rate is right now, but it seems to be it was high the last time I looked. So we've got to get something put together in that area. And the final thing is our annual plan of operations. And we'll know specifically what's in our annual plan of operations once we get the five-year plan put together. That way, you'll have the people knowing where we're going, you have the travel council knowing where we're going, and you'll have the management knowing where we're going, and the departments knowing where we're going. Each one of the social programs, each one of the economic development projects would be assigned out to specific departments. So every department has up to five years to look for some type of monies if the tribe don't have it through grants, programs, and other sources. So we have the federal corporate charter in there where the tribe can go ahead also to make loans or make uh, financial negotiations with other resources that the tribe may have. But I'd sure like the people to get out and vote. Thank you. Is there um, anything else you would like uh, community members to know about your interest in serving on tribal council? Well, my interests are served on tribal council right now. It's really, really critical. There's a lot of things that uh, all of us would like to see done over there. And we're not, I'm not really sure about where we sit on a financial state because we've got to be really careful. I think working with the tribal council, you've got to have real good communications with other tribal council members to make sure you get things done. If you don't have good communications with them, then a lot of the projects and programs will not get approved. Also, good communications with the people. So let people know exactly where the tribe is going. Because there's a lot of people out there really confused about where are we going. Does any of you tribal members out there know where we're going and where we're going to be at five years from now? And if there's no answer for that question, then it's really important that we put something together in planning so everyone knows exactly where the tribe is going. That's Urin Leonard, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. James Mannion is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederate Tribes of Warm Springs? Well, the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader or tribal council representative, I think, is uh, experience in how the tribal organization works, how the enterprises are structured, how revenue is generated, how expenses are uh, handled. I think the, uh, the other key component to being a, a, a good uh, tribal council representative is have the ability to listen, listen about uh, what is going on within the certain issues and addressing those uh, to the best degree possible with the skill set that you have. I, I think the uh, areas that we need to really focus on are how do we broaden the economic base for uh, for us, not just for the sake of generating revenue, but creating, I think, uh, jobs for our members. We have a huge unemployment rate. Uh, economic development brings with it yeah, employment opportunities, and those are critical to really building a vibrant community and a vibrant uh, a, a vibrant land base here. So. Uh, I'd advocate strongly that we look at what opportunities are there that we can expand, utilize the resources that we have, and create family-scale jobs that allow membership, uh, tribal members, to get employed uh, and uh, basically subsist. 
Anything else you'd like community members to know about your interest in serving on tribal council? Well, I, I think the, uh, the calling or the interest to serve on the tribal council uh, is a very important one. It's a, it's a role of serving the entire membership. Uh, and the experience that I have gained over the last 40 years in working for the tribe, I think, brings some value in business relationships how uh, and what we've done in the past and some of the success stories that we've had, uh, I think, uh, are important tools to use as you sit as a council person uh, looking at opportunities, assessing what those opportunities are and what those impacts are. The, the struggle that we have within the local economy is really access to capital. Capital is really dollars available to build and uh, operate businesses within the reservation. We need to explore how that base can be broadened. How do we broaden the base of access to capital to build up a robust economy here in Warm Springs? There are ways to do it. Uh, There are ways that are new we haven't done before, but we need to start exploring those and looking at what it is we can do to bring in outside capital to help build the economy. If we can build that robust community or economy with outside capital, it brings jobs, it brings services, and it brings value to the community. So it's a big challenge, but one that I think if we sat down and talked about how to structure that, we could get it done. That's Jim Mannion, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Daniel Martinez is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederate Tribes of Warm Springs? As a former fire chief and, and served in the Marine Corps prior to before that for four years underneath um, the embassy duties, you know, those skills as well as now being the emergency manager has given me that leadership role to uh, not only serve the community but also uh, lead others to how we could best provide services to the community. I'm, I'm very compassionate when it comes down to service, um, I, and, and my role behind that has always been always watch out for your neighbors, always watch out for the community's unmet needs, and, and provide that need if and when it's needed. So my leadership is, is a somewhat of a quality issue of joining forces with those that are willing to help others, and I've always been a giver. Um, I can't give enough of myself. and. Um, I, whether I was a born leader or not, I became one just through the years, as, again, 17 years as the fire chief and before that an EMT firefighter, you know, um, I always felt I could never give enough. So I feel like I'm qualified in retrospect to being a good leader and a solid one at that. In what areas will he advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I can't help but think, and particularly the last two years with this epidemic and COVID-19, our people have suffered enough. I, th- I think we all feel uh, that situation at some points being really critical to our families. We've had death-related issues to COVID-19. Um, I lost a son. My other son most recently recovered from it. Um, and so every family uh, within Warren Springs and beyond has, has, you know, had to deal with COVID-19 in some way or another. And in retrospect to that, um, we have to improve the quality of life in Warren Springs. Um, for the last two years, um, the, the previous concert really hasn't had an opportunity, in my opinion, to really get things rolling in the directions of economic benefits or having strong visions on how we could improve life in Warm Springs. So, you know, I have, you know, I feel at this point we have an opportunity, we open those opportunities to look at some creativities from the voices of the people. Um, I I voice my issues with um, establishing a youth council who could give us some perspectives. They have more technology ideas than probably I do. Um, Looking at the apprenticeship programs, the internship programs on how we could get something rolling. So I'm looking at job creations, but I know I can't do it alone. I know I'm going to have to, we're going to have to reach out to community members by establishing some form of a, a, a group, whether right? it's a business council of some sort, to really look at a bigger picture for Warm Springs. And we need that now and today. We really need to study where we're at and how we could produce and, and be a better community servants 
for our younger ones as well as the present age. You know, I'm also concerned about, you know, um, how we're going to subsidize these programs. But I think with opportunity today, knock on that outdoor with the infrastructure bill out there, um, with other um, private sectors willing to help those tribes out and getting things underway. Um, and, and I think we have a good, strong vision to make things work. I know the cannabis program has been backlog or set aside. So if we need to invest in that, let's, let's get it going. Um, you know, and, and other issues that all people voted on. Is there anything else you'd like community members to know about your interest in serving on tribal council? You know, I'm very compassionate, as most folks know. I'm very uh, passionate to, to get the job done. I know there's many challenges, and there's going to be challenges. I know we can't please everybody, but at least we could do is trying to create some visions for this community to, to look at the big picture and, as, and, and look at it and, and dream about how we could make it a better life for the people of Warren Springs. We have a lot of issues here. Um, you know, we have a you know we have a lot of buildings that need to be upgraded. We have a lot of challenges out there. We got the Kanita Lodge and Kanita Village that's being looked at. Um, we can only do so much what's in place, but we got to think beyond now. Uh, we got to we got to be a little more creative of, of of searching for other sources of revenues. Right, it's creating um, new jobs through the um, business that we have, or creating businesses for those that don't have it. Um, there's opportunity knocking on a, at our door today, and we just got to allow people to come forth and explain what those opportunities are. That's Danny Martinez, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Tribal council election day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. Sherelle Mitchell is running for tribal council in the agency district. She submitted this statement to the Spiliai Taimu. Hello, my fellow Agency District people. I am the daughter of Robinson, Gorky, and Lori Mitchell. My maternal grandparents are the late Edward and Elizabeth Betty Case. And my paternal grandparents are the late Arthur, Art, and Bernice Mitchell. I was raised here on the Warm Springs Reservation and continue to live my life with the beautiful people of our tribe. I am alumni of Madras High School, Haskell Indian Nations University, where I played three years of college volleyball, and the University of Wyoming with a B.A. in psychology. I am currently employed with the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs Children Protective Service as the CPS supervisor since August 2019. I was publicly announced a food gatherer for the Agency Longhouse in June of 2007 and was gifted my Puthlapa. I also was Miss Warm Springs 2008, which was an honor. I am running for one of the three seats on the 29th Tribal Council for the Agency District. I am a person who listens with an open-door policy. I am not going to promise anything as I cannot predict the future as the term is for three years, but I would like to move forward with answers about our water situation that we battle each year. I am for moving forward with the Cannabis Project, and I am for getting answers about our child care and the impact it plays in our working community. If anyone has any questions, please feel free to reach out to me either on social media or in person. Just know at this time I do work Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., and while I am at work, I will not be on social media. Thank you. Sherelle Mitchell, Nye. That's Sherelle Mitchell's statement that was submitted to the Spilyai Taimu. She is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. William Sam is running for tribal council in the agency district. He submitted this statement to the Spilyai Taimu. My name is William Sam, but most of you in the local community already know me as Taco. I have lived and grew up here on the Warm Springs Reservation my whole life. I was raised by my two late grandmothers, Mary Sam Danzuka and Nancy Sam Johnson, both of whom have now passed. My best memories are those two elders exposing me to the wide range of activities here on the reservation. Growing up, I attended many functions such as Longhouse, Medicine Singing, and Waskalik and Shaker Church. Now as an adult, I am an active member of the local Shaker Church. However, I have a profound respect for all religions and faiths that are practiced here on our reservation today. I still hunt, fish, pick berries, and dig roots as I was taught growing up. 
In January 2004, I was hired into the Tribal Finance Office as the Cash Management Specialist. In June of 2004, I was then transferred as the Payroll Specialist for the Tribe's Payroll Department. I worked within that capacity until May of 2017 when I transferred to Children's Protective Services as the Office Administrator Budget Person. Then in April of 2019, I was recruited to come back to Tribal Finance to oversee the payroll department as the Payroll General Ledger Supervisor. Most, if not all, my experience has been hands-on and on-the-job training since I started working for the Tribes back in 2004. My 18-plus years of continuous service to the tribes has taught me a lot while climbing the ladder in the tribal organization, starting at the bottom and working my way up over the years. This has taught me to appreciate what I have and all the opportunities that were afforded to get me where I am today. I would like to wish all the other agency district nominees running for the 29th Tribal Council the best of luck. Best regards, William L. Sam, Agency District Nominee. That was a letter submitted to the Spilyai Taimu by William Taco Sam, who is running for tribal council in the agency district. Elvis Smith III is on the ballot for the agency district. What are the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? I accept and believe my experience and background represent and fulfill today's demands for representation as a servant within our council chambers. One of the major needs for our tribes falls into the area of housing, public buildings, and infrastructure. I have been a journeyman carpenter since September 09, 1993, and my experience as a journeyman has ranged from working ICDBG in Arizona, commercial concrete for Salem Concrete, years with Kirby Nagelhout construction, as well as local residential work on the housing units. This is a field I was born into and grew up working into, as my dad was also a journeyman and taught me the field starting at a young age while learning a strong work ethic. I also have equipment hours of operation where the military AIT was where my formal training took place. I've worked for the Public Utility Department for the past 11 years and feel my contribution has brought some positive change. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I've observed further change needed has been limited due to financial needs which are a major issue for all areas within our tribal budget. One major reason, and is a big problem, I feel, a high percentage of these finances are invested to outside sources of complete limited works with no ties to our membership due to profit being a major factor. Another is that I have observed our leadership has invested their confidence with outsiders instead of listening to our own capable members in my line of work. I feel the pay for these advisors could contribute to much-needed remodels of our public buildings. I've been a part of the troubleshooting for our public buildings, which my crew completed in 2014, which consisted of immediate needs ranging from roofs, windows, entries, flooring, HVACs, lighting, and the list goes on. These were submitted as needs with the cost to complete, but now have become a wish list. The fortunate part of the COVID, if you want to call it that, is that our HVAC, plumbing fixtures, and entryways fell into the spending guidelines to these COVID grants. Our tribes are fortunate enough to receive funding to cover some of these costs, and as membership has noticed, a small portion of the building received these upgrades. I know housing is another major issue our tribe faces, and that council-level experience is limited in these fields. I know that it takes to build these structures from infrastructure to turnkey, and this is where the major part of my experience as a lead carpenter, field supervisor, up to a project manager will contribute. What else should community members know about your interest in serving on tribal council? I feel our tribal leadership is not represented with the right experience when our housing needs are discussed. I believe I can contribute some positive change to our housing issues if elected to council, and along with the public willingness, more confidence as well as finances will be contributed to our tribal members. I am one of few members that can build commercial or residential structures to code. With the grant writing, training, management courses, accounting classes, as well as college math, I will add to this and utilize these experiences to represent our membership while serving the tribe as well as reporting to people at all levels. When outsiders are called in to report, we are buying individuals instead of tribal resource. This limits tribal input. I strongly believe that tribe misrepresented my field. We already know our needs and what it takes to meet these needs. Why pay for what we already know? 
Leadership is a privilege and honor in Native country. I understand the frustrations our Native nation is experiencing, and communication is key. Report to the people we serve and do not manage. Work together. Yes, debate is a major part of measuring our options, but once we decide and vote as a tribe, work together and not tear each other apart, just because it's not to my outcome. Disagreement is not hate. It just shows we have input as long as our common goal is to benefit the membership and not the individual agendas. I would rather have my people upset with me for stating the truth rather than mad at me for lying to them, stating what they want to hear. My work history has proven always to serve the tribes at different levels, and my playtime also has proven as a full-time coach for our youth. Other jobs I have held include Army soldier, school district coach, police officer, a scope and grant writer, and I served on the youth policy councils, parent, and the coach. That's Alvis Smith III, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Tribal Council Election Day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. Glendon Smith is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? I currently represent the agency district as a council member and recently as the ST, so I serve in both roles and I'm seeking to be reelected to agency district for the 29th council. The skills and abilities to be an effective leader today. First, the ability to communicate orally and in writing goes a long ways, especially when communicating with outside stakeholders, knowing who your audience is, and being able to communicate in a way that that person or agency best understands. Another one, over the past two years, Tribal Council has been meeting virtually by Zoom and video conference. So setting up virtual meetings is a strong skill. Setting up meetings means pulling together all the right players and stakeholders to effectively collaborate and execute the d desired outcomes. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? The water treatment plant and infrastructure is at the top. People need clean water to thrive and to do business. Without clean water makes it that much more difficult to improve the quality of living on reservation. Right now the tribe is engaged with Bluestone strategy for the priorities set by the membership, council, and managers. Those priorities are education, culture, housing, workforce development, finance, and community development. It will be important for the 29th Council to keep this initiative going for the betterment of quality of life on reservation for the membership. There needs to be more jobs created on reservation to put more money in the pockets of tribal members so that will help build our economy, which also includes small businesses. Anything else you'd like the community members to know about your interest in serving on the Tribal Council again? I would like the membership to know that at the moment I feel the tribe is going through some growing pains with a transition. There are a lot of younger people taking over key positions, which includes Tribal Council. I would like the continued opportunity of creating what that future of our tribe is going to look like. We are also in a rebuilding stage with the tribe at the moment, and some of the policies and decisions need to reflect what is actually happening on reservation currently. We need to move more at the speed of business and less at the speed of government, and uh, that's for our decision-making, too. So That's Glendon Smith, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Jason Wesley Smith is on the ballot for the agency district. If you're just joining us, we are currently running the part of the Warm Springs program that pertains to the nominees in the agency district. We will have a shorter program for the nominees in the Simnasho and Siksikwa districts as well. Jonathan W. Smith is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? Yes. Um, thank you for inviting me to talk about my campaign to be a tribal council representative for the agency district of the 29th Tribal Council. Well, I'm a local small business owner and a tribal member entrepreneur. I serve on the National Small Business Association Leadership Council and I advocate uh, for local small businesses within the region. 
Some specific legislative skills I bring with me to a good leader are 18 years experience working within the executive branch of our tribal government. I have served on numerous committees, commissions, boards, and other policy level work groups for our tribe. Some of this work includes working on preservation of treaty rights, expansion of our hunting and fishing rights, working to eliminate discrimination in the workplace, land and watershed restoration planning, economic development with tribal products, just to name a few. Um, I have represented our tribe in Washington, D.C. when I was a crit fit commissioner from 2013 to 2017. That work was primarily focused on modernizing the Columbia River Treaty. I also worked with our tribal council and tarot office to establish an ODOT MOU and made preliminary adjustments to our tarot code. I've helped to streamline our land use process to be more proactive and inclusive of modern tribal member activities. Uh, some of the projects that I've been involved with include representing the tribes to secure a spot at the USDA Farm Bill, uh, developing a Warm Springs Commissary Project on the, as a WASCAP board member, developing a site remediation plan for the area near the Warm Springs Landfill, uh, the West Hills uh, Waste Remediation Project that I've done, Environmental Health, uh, Tribal Transportation and Infrastructure Planning, uh, Climate Change Vulnerability Analysis for the Tribe, and Drought Contingency Work Groups, and a bunch of other things I've been involved with. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? So I will advocate for our leadership model to be more responsive to the needs of our community. Those needs include being more transparent with the business dealings of the tribe, elevating the moral and ethical aptitude of our leadership, ensure that the business of our leadership is at the policy level, ensure we hold the entities and corporations of the tribe accountable, and work with our policy level counterparts at the federal and state level to ensure that the trust responsibilities are being met. Some of the specific things I want to focus on is increasing the revenue for the tribe, helping our small businesses recover from the impacts of COVID-19 pandemic, and a lot of businesses have had to close their doors or significantly modify their business model in planning to stay in business. We will have to modernize the way we do business as a tribe too. Our past economy was predicated on our tribe's ability to harvest timber and sell power from our hydroelectric dams. When you review the budget, you notice that these two revenues can no longer meet the modern and future needs of our people. So we have to develop programs and resources to fit our community. We need to learn how to keep pace with the outside world in order for us to compete in economic development. We have to develop our intellectual and physical infrastructure to make that happen. There are things that we can do in the short term to start revenue streams like hemp production, for example. A plant that has over 25 different types of uses and can be harvested more than once a year. We can also save the tribal government and our community money by investing in renewable energy resources, saving people money right off the bat in their pockets. We have resources out there to help the tribe capture renewable energy from wind, solar, biomass, and other renewable energy sources. We can utilize our own land and resources to help make these projects happen in a rel relatively short amount of time. Anything else you would like the community members to know about your interest in serving on tribal council? Well, there's a lot more that we can do to help the tribe and our community if we work together. I have had the privilege and the honor to serve our community, developing and managing these kinds of groups. I would like the opportunity to work at the policy level in our tribal council. I would like to take this time to thank you again for inviting me to share my perspective and would be happy to sit down with anyone and talk more about what I can do for our community. Please consider voting for Jonathan W. Smith, Agency District for Tribal Council. That's Jonathan W. Smith, who is running for Tribal Council to represent the Agency District. Tribal Council Election Day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. Ryan Smith Sr. is on the ballot for the Agency District. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? Well, I think the, some of the effectiveness is um, making sure every, everybody understands either their role or, or the agenda or the issue at hand, and, and then to make sure that uh, everybody is doing uh, due diligence to, to read and educate themselves on the issue and then have timelines of what needs to happen, you know, in near time, in a month, in two months, or by the end of the year. And that that's really a, a, a agenda thing for the council and their priorities for the for the quarter or the half year or the annual. And, and I think that would probably help. And, and then it's just who's in the room and, and, and what is the, uh, what's the makeup and, and, and how do you deal with these people in there and that that's probably going to be a bigger issue than actually providing the uh, manuscripts for them. Okay. 
In what areas will you advocate for tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I think there's uh, some low-hanging fruit. I think uh, we we should really, um, well, we got to increase our funds somehow. But I think if we rebudget and do stuff and uh, concentrate on the existing employees and, and to, to, to bring our um, ability to put more money in their pockets, and that's basically just based on inflation. And, and I think the inflation discussion could go for the, the, the codes as well, too, as well as the penalties, as well as everything else. Uh, uh, we're uh, lacking uh, inflationary uh, numbers to add to any of our dollar figures that we have there. and it, it, We really need to take care of what we have, and if that includes uh, uh, readjusting or uh, downsizing, I think that's what we really need to do. So every worker uh, initially is feeling um, valued, and, and we're, we're paying them accordingly. Anything else you would like community members to know about your interest in serving on tribal council? I went to school uh, and got a bachelor's degree, and I made it a point to come back to work for the tribe. And uh, I'm not ready to retire, but I think there's a a lot of challenges there that uh, we need to do, and I would really like to be part of that solution. I have done a a number of things on on both the committee and on the job that have uh, expanded opportunities for tribal members, and I think there's a a whole lot more opportunity to do that here on the reservation and and all the other aspects. That's Ryan Smith, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Valerie Switzler is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm doing this from the heart because I haven't really written anything down. And I always feel that when you try to do something from the heart, that it will be effective and that you can move on from there. I think that a leader needs to be able to be grounded. They need to be balanced. They need to be able to talk to others on a person-to-person level, whether it's a a legislator from the state of Oregon or from the U.S. Congress or, you know, and be able to visit with them on a one-to-one basis is critical. There is a lot of negotiation that happens when you visit with other officials, whether it's uh, from the state, the federal, other tribes as well. So I'm glad that... um, you asked this question about skills and abilities. I think a lot of us are very well gifted in that arena. And I'm glad that there were some things that came to pass from visiting with state officials and federal officials to do some of the work that we're doing now in education. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? Education is always a priority for me, and I believe that when our tribal membership have those same opportunities as others to access education, and it may not be a four-year college or two-year college. It could be in any arena, especially the most important one for us, I believe, is in language and culture. And to be able to feel comfortable wherever they're at in the community helps them be connected to others and have pride in their community. Education gives them a boost of how they can relate with others, whether it's um, a four-year degree or a two-year degree. You know, they will be able to do the the work that uh, some of the people in the organization have done and need to do. If you go into construction or or any of the other uh, career technical experiences, you can gain a lot of knowledge in that way. And that's an area that is desperately needed here on the reservation 
to have people that are very capable in those jobs. Is there anything else you'd like the community members to know about your interest in serving on Tribal Council? I think I might have mentioned it before is that we need a balance on Tribal Council. Those that are uh, interested in education, those that are interested in uh, law and judicial, uh, others that are interested in culture and language and uh, the advancements of infrastructure on our reservation. You know, I think balance is very key for our community, you know, and that's what I believe that we've always tried to strive for. We need people that are not only have a basic knowledge of all of the things that come across the table, but we also look to those that are have expertise in that field. So, you know, for instance, uh, I have grown up in the education field for a long time, but in that journey, I've also had a language and culture background and have worked in that field for over 26 years. That's Valerie Switzler, who is running for tribal council to represent the agency district. Dennis White III is on the ballot for the agency district. Can you talk about the skills and abilities needed to be an effective leader today for the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs? Number one is communication. You got to be able to communicate with others and with the community. I'll say number two is also be able to listen, to be able to take that feedback and to run with that feedback that you're getting from, you know, the, the membership, the community. And with that being said is, to be open-minded at the same time. You have to be open-minded. You have to be looking at the bigger picture. What is the goal? As a leader, you have to be able to say, what is the goal? What are we trying to achieve? And to do that, you have to have communication, be ready to listen, be willing to listen, and to be open-minded. In what areas will you advocate for the tribal membership to increase the quality of life on the reservation? I will say our water infrastructure. That is key. That that hits home every time the water's out in the area. Every time there's water shut down, that, that is key. Education, housing. I mean, these are all things that our future needs. These are all things our future is counting on us to make sure it's provided for them. Also, financial plans that are in place and the financial plans of the future. You know, I can't say what those are right now because I'm not at the table, you know, I'm Those are things that we'll have to pick up and move forward with. Anything else you would like community members to know about your interest in serving on Tribal Council? I want to be a voice for our people and work with the membership in a positive, progressive way. What I'm hearing is we need change. We need new voices. We need someone who's going to communicate with us, who's going to work with us, who's going to reach out with us, who's going to be alongside of us. I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and get to work. That's Dennis White III who is running for Tribal Council to represent the agency district. Tribal Council Election Day is Wednesday, March 30th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Warm Springs Community Center. I'm Duncan Bruno, reporting for 91.9 FM, KWSO.